from Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, a cold snap grips the Korean Peninsula with the mercury plunging to as low as minus 10 degrees Celsius. Signs are emerging of possible discord between the top office and the chief of the ruling People Power Party, with general elections just months away. And the presidential office downplays North Korea's claims of an underwater nuclear weapon test as exaggerated and fabricated. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. A cold snap gripped the nation on Monday morning as lows plunged to minus 10 in some parts of the country. The National Weather Service expects the freeze to last through Wednesday. Yung So-hyang tells us what to expect. The country awoke to bitterly cold temperatures on Monday as the mercury fell to as low as minus 10. The Korean Meteorological Administration on Monday forecasts sub-zero temperatures to continue into the afternoon at an average of 10 degrees lower than Sunday with 6 below forecast for Seoul. Strong winds will make it seem even colder, prompting advisories for the western and southern coastal areas in South Cheolla Province and Jeju Island. The frigid weather will be accompanied by snowfall in parts of the country, with the mountainous areas of Jeju expected to receive more than 30 centimeters until Tuesday, while the western region of North Cheolla and southern coastal areas of South Cheolla forecast to see more than 20 centimeters. The KMA explained that high atmospheric pressure over western Mongolia and the Bering Sea is blocking the passage of air from the west to east and a low-pressure system sits over South Korea's northeast, with a cold front driving through the two systems toward the country. The weather agency explained that the Arctic wave is similar to the chill that hit across the U.S. in the past week that caused more than 80 deaths. Meanwhile, a continental anticyclone over northern China is gaining strength, causing cold northwesterly winds to encroach upon the peninsula. The Weather Service projected the cold snap to remain through Wednesday with daily temperatures to fall below the yearly average until Friday. The freezing temperatures are likely to peak on Tuesday with lows between minus 18 and minus 4 degrees, giving way to daytime highs of minus 9 to 1 degree across the nation. Yun Soo-hyang, KBS World, Radio News. Reports are servicing about possible discord between the top office and the chief of the ruling People Power Party. The reports come amid apparent internal strife over how to deal with allegations that First Lady Kim Gun-hee received a luxury bag as a gift in 2022 and the PPP chief's confirmation that he rejected the presidential office's demand that he resign. Max Lee reports. With the April general elections just months away, reports of friction between the top office and the ruling People Power Party chair Han Dong-hoon have surfaced. Despite initial denials that the presidential office demanded that Han resign from his post as the interim chief of the ruling party's emergency leadership committee on Sunday, he later confirmed that the order was given but rejected. Speaking to reporters, Han said on Monday that his understanding is that his term will continue until after the general election, adding that he will carry out his duties with prioritization on the people. Despite being known as one of President Yoon Suk-yeol's closest confidants, the sudden rift comes as the PPP is seemingly in the midst of an internal strife over how to deal with allegations that First Lady Kim Gun-hee received a luxury bag as a gift in 2022. PPP lawmaker Lee Yong, a close supporter of President Yoon, said on Sunday that the First Lady should not apologize for the matter in a chat room for ruling party lawmakers. 
However, some members of the PPP have called for an apology from the First Lady, fearing that the allegations could serve as a contributing factor to an election defeat as the party seeks to regain the majority from the main opposition Democratic Party. The top office seemed to have taken a step back from the dispute later on Sunday, saying that the chairman's future is not a matter for the presidential office to be involved in, but appeared to reignite on Monday, with Yoon skipping a government public debate in the morning at the last minute. Despite leading the four previous sessions, the top office sent a notice of Yoon's absence to reporters 30 minutes before the start of the forum, later explaining that he was presenting cold symptoms. Max Lee, KBS World Radio News. A block of four opposition parties will demand that President Yoon Suk-yeol apologize for the forcible removal of an opposition lawmaker from an event last week and sack the Presidential Security Service chief. Main opposition Democratic Party floor spokesperson Choi Hae-yong said on Monday that the decision was reached during an emergency meeting of the leadership from the DP, the Minor Justice Party, the Basic Income Party and the Jinbo Party. The parties are also set to submit a request on Monday afternoon to convene a session of the Parliamentary Steering Committee to reveal the truth behind the incident. Last Thursday, PSS agents gagged and frog-marched Representative Kang Sung-hee of the minor progressive Jinbo Party out of an event in North Jola Province after the lawmaker confronted the president, demanding a change to the principle of state affairs. The top office on Sunday downplayed North Korea's recent claims of an underwater nuclear weapon system test as exaggerated and fabricated. The statement came two days after Pyongyang said on Friday that it had conducted a test of an underwater weapon system called the Hale 523 in the East Sea in response to the recent maritime drills between South Korea, the U.S., and Japan. The presidential office said that the test, if it occurred, is presumed to have involved a type of torpedo rather than a nuclear-powered system, which it said is highly improbable, given that there is no reactor capable of fitting onto a torpedo with a diameter of less than one meter. The office also stressed that the South Korean military already possesses the ability to overwhelmingly strike the launch sites of such weapon systems, adding that it will further strengthen its anti-submarine capabilities and defense posture for ports. North Korea has expressed its condemnation of the United Nations Security Council's meeting on the North's claimed launch of a solid-fuel hypersonic intermediate-range ballistic missile. In a statement carried by the North's official Korean Central News Agency on Saturday, the spokesperson of the North Korean Foreign Ministry said that the country greatly regrets and strongly condemns the fact that the Security Council discussed the North's sovereign rights. The ministry claimed that although the North's test launch of a hypersonic missile did not affect the safety of its neighboring countries, the United States not only raised the issue at the Security Council, but also conducted provocative joint military exercises with its followers in waters around the Korean Peninsula in apparent reference to the combined naval drills among South Korea, the U.S., and Japan last week. The ministry warned that Pyongyang will never condone the abnormal moves of the Security Council's criticism of North Korea's efforts to strengthen its self-defense capabilities as illegal and stressed that the North will thoroughly protect its sovereign rights and legitimate interests with stronger action. Last Thursday, the UNSC reportedly held informal consultations regarding non-proliferation and North Korea in order to discuss the North's claimed launch of an IRBM last Sunday and the growing threat of North Korean aggression. South Korea's Jung Hee-dan won the women's 500-meter speed skating silver at the Winter Youth Olympics on Monday. 
On the third day of the competition, Jung crossed the line in 39.64 seconds at the Kangnung Oval, 0.36 seconds behind Angel Dalaman of the Netherlands. Jung is considered among the rising stars in South Korean speed skating, having won the gold medal in the women's 500-meter speed skating event at the Junior Speed Skating World Cup last December. 16-year-old Im Ri-won, who also competed in the event, finished in 8th place, crossing the line at 41.03 seconds. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index lost 8.39 points, or 0.34%, on Monday to close the day at 2,464.35. The tech-heavy KOSDAQ also dipped, losing 2.98 points, or 0.35%, to close at 839.69. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 0.11 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,338.91. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.